Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe, and I'm a sales and marketing coach and LinkedIn lead generation service provider. I work with health, life, and mindset coaches and online service-based business owners to help them get more sales, shift their time to the client generating activities instead of just the busy work, and overcome that social media overwhelm. Let's get into the show. If you're ready to take on your next paying clients, I have good news. My free four basics of client attraction and how to stand out class is live at HaleyRowe.com slash client hyphen attraction. In the class, you're going to learn the top two traits I recommend for most coaches and entrepreneurs if they really want to turn this into a career. You're going to learn how you can build demand for your services and stop getting crickets on your posts. You're going to learn the sales roadmap I used to improve my sales conversion rate and help my clients do the same. And you're gonna learn so much more. So go to HaleyRowe.com slash client hyphen attraction and get your copy of the class today. Hey, I am live today with Courtney and she is a human design expert. I'm gonna let her introduce herself and how she got into human design. But today we're going to be talking about how your human design impacts your business, the marketing choices you might make, and how you show up. So Courtney, why don't you share with us, how did you get into this? What's your story? Yes. Well, Haley, thank you so much for having me on today. I'm so excited to be here in your um, community and um, on the podcast as well. Um, So I got into human design. I was actually... um, going into business coaching. I was going into business coaching on the side of like strategy and, and social media and things like that. So I have a background. My husband and I have had our own company together for, um, close to 20 years, maybe more. I don't know. It's been a while. Um, and we do um, marketing and market research. So we work with billion dollar clients, um, all over North America. And, um, so I wanted to have something that we could of my own and that's something that we could work with small business owners. You know, we had a few of those that could really help them with their um, social media tactics. And so I thought, Oh, this will be great. You know? So in that, in doing that, um, I was talking to one of my colleague, best friends and she's like, what's your human design? And I was like, what is that? I have never heard of that before in my life, but there was something about it that just spoke to my soul. I've always been really like intuitive about what I do. I've always been like, Oh, I just felt I should do this. And so I do it, you know, Uh, I didn't really have a name for that intuition, but I was just like, Oh, you know, um, here we go. It's never led me wrong. So, um, she pulled up my chart and I was like, okay, that chart is crazy. That's nothing that is helping me, but I just felt like this pull towards it. So she um, referred me to a human design coach. And so, um, I, um, connected with her, had her in my community and I just knew there was something about it that was just magical and pulling at me. And so, um, I decided to take some time to learn about it, to learn about my design. And actually I told myself, well, 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 why didn't I experiment? Why didn't I see if this is something that would help me? Well, when I started using my gifts that I was born with and started one knowing about them and then utilizing them, I just felt so much more permission and validation to be more me in my business. I think I was showing up so much like 
what I thought we had to show up as business owners. And that is so destructive is to take someone else's paradigm of, okay, there's a successful person. Well, if I um, emulate everything that they're doing, then I'm going to have success too, where it does not match. Our energies are different. We're different people. We bring different gifts to the table. But when I started bringing my gifts to the table, I felt so much joy and peace that I was like, okay, I have to do something about this. So I completely ditched the um, social media and strategy coaching. And I launched a human design coaching program. And within six months, I had clients in six different countries. But I did it my way. Like I didn't, um, I did it be taking naps, you know, like yeah. about that as a business plan, but that was my business plan. And that was my business strategy. And it worked so well. It was so beautiful. I love that. Yeah. So working with your strengths and working on your own terms, not trying to do all the shoulds, the things that maybe other people had told you. And I think that's really key, just not even related to human design, just in general, for anybody listening, if you are a business owner you're going to get so many shoulds imposed on you by gurus, by even your clients, by, you know, everybody. There's just going to be, everybody's going to have an opinion about how you should do it. Same thing with parenting. Everybody's going to have an opinion on how you should parent. And the truth is the people I see who crush their own definition of like work-life balance and their own definition of amazing client delivery and stuff like that is are the people who are able to take all that in and not say, well, okay, I, I should do that. And I, I need to ask permission and I need to get this from other people. It's more like, I'm going to take all that in and I'm going to see what works for me. So how does somebody start to get to know how they work best and how do they start to get to know their human design? Maybe you can reference a little bit about like, what are the different types? Like, what should we know about all of this? Yeah. So I always, um, when you you guys get your chart and when you've got your chart, yeah, it's this crazy thing. There's all this, like, what is, what does all this mean? But I really hone in on the foundational, um, piece of your human design type. And in human design, there are five types and these five types are make up this foundation of how we operate best, how, what our gifts are and what, um, what do we show up with the best? And so within these types, um, there's these gifts. And so, um, We'll start like kind of on your side of things. <laughs> you're a manifesting generator, right? If I remember correctly. Okay. Yeah, um, so you're a manifesting generator and we'll kind of clump in generators because those are the two types that have lots of energy. They're kind of this energizer bunny. They go, 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 do, do, do lots of things. But also what's so important is that they work in their passion. Just because you can do a lot of things doesn't mean you should do everything. And oftentimes generators and manifesting generators will take on everybody's stuff. They'll volunteer first. They'll like um, be launching and they'll like, you know, do the 500 launch tasks that, uh, you know, on their list and stuff like that all by themselves, you know, that type of thing. And so it's really important for um, generators and manifesting generators to know that they get to work in their passion. They get to really explore their passion. And when they do so, it doesn't feel like work. Um, and, and then just because another thought is just because you can do it all doesn't mean you should, you know? And so we really want to support that and that, that aspect. Now, the other side is these uh, three other human design types and they're projectors, which is what I am, reflectors and manifestors. Now, they don't have the energy that generators and manifesting generators have. Now, 
I'm a projector. And so this was so helpful. Just this one thing was so helpful for me. I found myself judging myself so much throughout life that, well, why can't I just keep going? Why do I need a break? Why can't I get up at 5 a.m. and work until 10? You know, or like something crazy like that. Why am I so tired, you know? Well, just in realizing that I don't have um, tons and tons of energy, that my energy actually comes in ebbs and flows, and I can honor that, and I can actually support that by saying, you know what, I do need a nap. I just need like a 15, 20 minute nap and I'm good. Or I need um, a break and I need to go take a walk. You know, those non-negotiables help us to be better people. And so um, just even like looking at what are my non-negotiables that really support my soul makes all the difference in that foundational human design type. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I think it can be easy to see your mo- your mentor or somebody you're in a program with or something and be like, I should be more like them. I need to embody them. But the truth is you need to embody what works for you. And if a nap is what you need for 15 minutes to power through the rest of whatever you're doing, um, I think, you know, we got to, we got to look at that. So um, I like how you gave a little overview. Tell us more about projectors and the, what was the other one? Um, reflectors reflectors and-, and manifestors. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So um, reflectors are um, really special. They have um, the ability to go into a environment and to really understand what's going on. Uh, they have this gift of being really sensitive. Now we often think of sensitivity as like, oh, you know, you're a sensitive person. That's a weakness, but it's actually really a strength. When people are sensitive, they are getting information about their environment. And if they have the um, support and the encouragement, even from themselves to share that information, to direct and to lead and to give new perspective that helps the, um, either the team or their business or their clients even more. So their sensitivity is really a superpower. So um, projectors are really good at um, mentoring and coaching and guiding and leading because they have this kind of bird's eye view of how they, um, what needs to happen, you know? So instead of being caught up in the weeds of things, they can be like, okay, if we want to move the needle forward, here's three things that we need to um, do in order to do that, you know? And they kind of break down the logistics of something that's complex into very easy forms. And so, um, and that's one of the things I do in my programs all the time. I'm like, we're going to take something complex and we'll break it down and we're going to be able to do something about this, you know? So, um, and then manifestors are, they lead um, and everybody can be a leader, you know, generators and manifesting generators are leaders in their own way. Right. So we all come to the table with our own abilities to lead, but this is really important that we're understanding how we lead, you know, so that we can lead more efficiently, lead with more alignment. But manifestors are really big leaders in that they always are um, feeling this like kind of tug and pull of a, a vision and a direction that they need either the team, the corporation or their business or their clients to go into. They can kind of feel it within their soul and they need to speak it. They need to be able to share. They're kind of like this big director of like, let's go here, you know, that type of thing. And they need the freedom in order to be able to do so, to share. They always have the gift of being able to speak and they need to be able to speak this urge and this like vision that they feel in their soul in order to go and make things happen and to lead in their way. So, um, 
so yeah, that's, yeah, that's um, part of how the beauty of their, what they nice. do. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about entrepreneurs and how can they, um, leverage certain things in their business based on their human design. So for example, maybe share some examples of marketing activities that maybe resonate with a certain human design type more than others, or how can we use our strengths in the different, you know, categories to market our business? Yeah. And I love human design gives us an insight on, onto that. Um, because there are ways that we make things happen and marketing is about making things happen. Right. And so human design gives us an opportunity to see like, what, how do I make things happen just for myself? So, um, let's take projectors. So how I make things happen and how I can market myself best is to bring good work to the table, to share good work. Um, and then I let people, um, lean in. I'm not forcing them to lean in. I'm not forcing them to be like, have a conversation with me, you know, that type of thing. All I'm doing is creating a space where I show up and I promote myself. And, and then people say, Hey, I'm kind of interested in that. Or tell me more what's going on with that. You know? So it's like, Oh, I'm doing my part by just showing up and showing, um, that I'm doing good work. That's my, I check in the box, you know, that type of thing. So it really allows me to have permission to say, you know, um, with my sales process and my marketing that like, um, I don't have to like, um, beat down doors. I just show and share and stand in, in my confidence in that way. So, um, I'm gonna pause you really quick because one of the things you do on your podcast, which I was on and we can link to that episode in the show notes, but you, you gave me a reading of my human design and how it applies. So what's cool is to see that you saying you like to show your work rather than just be like, Hey, everybody book a call with me, come to me. You know, you like to show your work and you do that on your podcast. That's your strategy is you give readings instead of interviewing or maybe doing solo episodes or something. I mean, maybe you do those too, but you know what I'm saying? Where you're actually saying, okay, if I like to show my work and, and that's how I like to show people that they can get a result and reach out to me, how can I do that? And one way you've chosen is my podcast, I'm going to do readings live. Um, so everybody listening, if you resonate with that kind of marketing, how can I show my work? Ask yourself, maybe I need to make a really cool free training, or maybe I want to um, do a hot seat coaching session on Instagram where people can see me in action or something like that. Okay, back to you. Sorry. Oh, no, Haley, that's so perfect. Yeah, that's really, it's those action steps of like, how do we use these beautiful gifts in action? Because that's where we're going to see all these, um, this alignment with our business. And that's where real velocity comes into our business is when we tap into our gifts and we do something about it. Yeah. So um, manifestors, so manifestors, um, how they make things happen and how they market themselves best, again, is through this speaking. Oftentimes, manifestors have felt kind of shushed their whole life, you know, they're really into people pleasing. And so they're often will be like, oh, I shouldn't say that, you know, um, but they um, market themselves best when they're leading through their voice. And so when they're sharing things, when they're like, oh, my goodness, OK, let's do this. Um, and they don't care about who follows them or what happens next. They just know I've shared this 
like this urge, this like perspective, this, you know, whatever I see coming from me to the next layer, then um, things are going to start to um, connect and things are going to start to happen. So if they can um, really manage their that thought of, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that or, you know, that type of thing, but just let it roll, you know, just put yourself in speaking positions, put yourself in those um, abilities and um, you'll see things happen through that way. Awesome. Love it. Yes. So um, the, let's see, uh, uh, reflectors. Oh, okay. How they make things happen. And again, this is like, these are all strategies that are not like your typical business. Like, oh, okay. I wouldn't think about this would be on the list, but it is. Um, reflectors are, are um, they need time to make things happen. They need a little bit more time in business. We always say, okay, or it's, you know, there's a language that like, oh, you know, make things happen really quickly. You know, um, you should be really decisive and you should really say what your is on your mind and things like that, you know? Um, and, and that's okay to say what's on your mind, but allow yourself to have the time to correlate and make things happen. So one of my reflector, um, clients was like, okay, I, I, I could feel this like, um, next level in my business start to happen. And then she's like, and I just kind of paused and then things started to come in place that gave me a clear vision of what this needs to be. And then she's like, okay, now we can get rolling. Do you know? So it's not forcing it really. So maybe for reflectors, they need to maybe, they would maybe resonate with the marketing plan. That's like maybe planning a launch and writing out your emails before and, you know, strategically looking at the steps ahead of time, as opposed to sometimes I think maybe manifesting generators or I don't know what, what another type might be more like, I'm going to build it as they come, or I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, get out there first, get the feedback. And I do think all entrepreneurs need to have some degree of willingness to put things out there before they necessarily feel ready. Otherwise you'll just always be in this perfectionist mode. But maybe reflectors knowing that about themselves can support themselves better by saying, you know what, I am going to take three weeks to plan my emails, my dates, my all that kind of stuff. Yes. And it's so good for you, like, and for this coaching, you know, coaches to know, like, what client do I have in front of me, you know, so that I'm not giving blanket advice to like, okay, everybody should be doing this, you know, because it is so dynamic and so personal. Um, And it really is about making those things happen in a way that's so beautiful and resonates with our soul because reflectors will make things happen. It'll look like, oh, it's taking a little bit longer, but it's going to be such a beautiful process of like, oh, here we go, you know, that type of thing. So um, yeah. I love it. Love it. Okay. So Courtney, what would you say are some important things for um, listeners to know going forward with human design and how do they, you know, get started and learning something about this? Yeah. So there is, it's really important to get your chart. (laughs) And so uh, I think when the show notes, we'll have a link to get, so they can get their chart. Um, And on there, I have a guide and an explanation about different points on the chart. So it's really important to just like, one just to acknowledge okay what am you know what type am i there's all these other layers on there that i go into on my site to give you a little indication of like 
this is really me. This is my permission to be more me that no one else has given me. And so that's a really great place to start the process of really tapping into your greatest potential because everybody is a phenomenon. It's just they have to know it in their soul first before they can really ignite the power of that velocity. Yeah, definitely. And how do we not, because this is something I could see happening. <clears throat> There's so many personality types tests and, and things like that out there and charts and, you know, what's your type and whatever. And yeah. sometimes I see people take that in and say, well, I could never speak or whatever. Cause I'm a reflect, like I'm something else. And so they let their personality type. And there's a book actually about this by um, Benjamin Hardy called like mm -hmm. personality isn't fixed or something like that, or personality isn't permanent. And he talks about how sometimes people get these tests and then they create their whole life around it because they think, well, I could never do X, Y, Z because that's just not my personality type or whatever. And they let it limit them. So mm -hmm. how do we not let our human design limit us to say, well, because I'm a reflector, I can't make decisions quickly or something like that, but also use it. So is there, can you, how, how do we balance that and not let us, let it limit, limit us? Yeah, totally. And I, I love that question. So right now I'm being trained by um, a Stanford MBA and coach for another layer of um, personal development. And, and we had this conversation about like um, strength finders and Enneagrams and, and all these really good resources that I have loved too, you know, and, and he talked about, you know, oftentimes um, it will, lead into our conditioning about who we think we are, you know, or who we want to show up or it'll help give us excuses to self-sabotage. And that's what we don't want, right? I never want um, human design or any other personal development tool to inhibit us. What it's supposed to do is give us freedom, you know? And so um, oftentimes in any of those, any personal development world, when it's like um, something isn't resonating with you, then go with that feeling, right? Right. So if it's a reflector who's like, I need a little bit more time. Well, time could be two hours. It could be one day. It could be three weeks, you know, but when we kind of allow ourselves to listen to our body and actually have courage in that and be like, you know what? I know the truth inside my soul. Like um, I can take all these different perspectives and use this for good um, as a useful tool instead of a, um, excuse, then, um, then that's where it really turns the table as a positive, um, ability to really use these, um, tools as something that are, that are strengthening us instead of crippling us, you know? And, and I guess when, um, I look a lot at like sabotaging, you know, that's one of the tools I use in my personal development is like, are we sabotaging ourselves? Are we like giving ourselves excuses? And, and that's something that we have to get curious about, right? Um, there's no real fine answer to, am I sabotaging myself or is this, am I just kind of scared and nervous, you know? And so we have to get curious. And so I often tell my clients, I'm like, I need you to kind of journal this out. I need you to be thinking about this. The answer will come. Trust yourself that you'll know, is this for me or is this something I need to rework in my mind? Yes. And speaking of self-sabotage, what are some ways you deal with that or, or help clients, you know, when they're doing that? 
Yeah. So I love to label self-sabotage almost like a persona, right? And actually, so what I'm diving into is um, these different personas of self-sabotage because they can look different, right? It can look like hyperachieving. It can look like uh, people-pleasing is a self-sabotage tool. Um, it can be um, like hiding away from things, avoiding things, you know, all these different tools. And so I really like to bring them into the open space and say, okay, what am I doing that um, is a self-sabotaging um, technique that my mind thinks it's trying to keep me safe, but in reality, this is really not going to help me in the long-term ways of being. And so there's a lot of introspection about like making sure that as business owners that we have time in our day to um, evaluate what's going on, you know? Do we have time at the back end or the front end to say, hey, how, how did I do today? Or, or what feelings came up? Or, or what, did I, did I notice myself folding socks instead of posting, you know, those type of things? And why? <laughs> why did I feel that way? Yeah, been there, done that, sister. <laughs> Doing some laundry or something. Okay, so where can everybody connect with you, find you, all that good stuff? Yes. Yeah, so I'm definitely on um, Facebook and Instagram. So just send me a message. It's Courtney um, Koenig on both. And, and then um, definitely on my website, I think get your human design chart from my site because you'll see some different layers on there and some different information. Um, I really am practical about this human design and personal development. So I want us to really have action steps to go forward. So you can get my free guide and really start aligning with your human design. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming here today and sharing so much about all the things with human design. And we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And if it's really helpful for you, I'd really appreciate if you share it and or leave a written podcast review. This tells the podcast sites that our show is useful and it will be promoted to more people that way. Thanks again.